Welcome back to the Prophetics Podcast, Episode 3. I'm still your host, with intro music this time. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving intro music a shot, see what happens. I might take it off, I might switch it, who knows. It depends on the mode of the podcast and the topics on the podcast. What I really wanted to play was Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke, but since I don't own that music, I can't play it. But Blurred Lines matches the topic that I'm going to go in on next. Blurred lines. What lines have we blurred as individuals? We have blurred the lines of self-pity and self-love. We've put the two together. Self-pity is the new self-love. What I mean by that is people have a false identity of what self-love is. And it's things that they could change about themselves that they refuse to change about themselves, that they expect everybody else to accept of them. So because they feel a certain way about their body or, you know, their health or something, like I said, that they could change, they just expect you to accept it. It could be a personality trait. Like there was a post on Facebook that said, uh, I'm a handful, but I'm worth it. And there was a woman who posted it, but, you know, handful and worth it. Well, damn it, if you know you're a handful, why wouldn't you just change that trait? You know, people expect too much self-love and acceptance for issues and habits that they could freaking change. But because people don't want to change or people don't want to put in the effort to change, then you just have to accept them as they are. Accepting people as they are has limits, in my opinion. You know, um, if I accept you as you are at this point in time, it doesn't mean that you should not grow as a person as time proceeds. You know, we should be able to point out each other's flaws. We should be able to help each other out, you know, but nobody wants to be caught on their bullshit. Nobody wants to better themselves. You know, um, classic example. I grew up in Saginaw, Michigan, and we used to have a basketball tournament, a three on three basketball tournament called the Gus Macker. We also had the Red Hacker or whatever the case is, but it was a summer basketball tournament and, you know, I had my team and everybody else had their team and we played by age range. Anyway, my team got waxed. When I say we got washed, I don't think we won a damn game. I mean, we got washed game after game after game after game. So what happened after that was a life changing event. So what happened was they gave us sportsmanship trophies, right? Sportsmanship trophies are like pretty much the conglomerate prize. But when I went to go get the sportsmanship trophy, it was the exact same trophy as the first place trophy. So let's get this. In. <laughs> let's get some clarification here. The first place Gus Macker trophy was gold. Big gold basketball guy. You can Google it right now. Um, the second place would be a silver Gus Macker trophy. The bronze would be the third place. But the sportsmanship, the zero place, you know, the, the guys who took a beating like we did, because we're not, like I say, I, <laughs> we got our asses handed to us. But for the guys who had good sportsmanship about taking an ass whooping, we got the exact same trophy as first place. It was gold. It was everything that first place was but on the outside it just said sportsmanship so what does that do to an individual hell if i'm gonna get first place if i'm gonna get the exact same thing first place does then why should i change why should i work hard 
you know, people are rewarded for second, third, fourth, fifth, ninth, twelfth places, just as the individual is who's uh, who, who wins the first place. So that's an issue that becomes that that creates handicapped adults, in my opinion. If everybody's a winner and nobody's a loser, then you have no reason to change and upgrade yourselves. And you can see it in today's adults. You know, you've got people who won't commit to changing themselves, you know, because they're so used to getting patted on the back like, oh, you tried, but you're a winner too. No, you're not a winner. We got to start telling people like, no, you didn't win. It's okay to say, man, you suck at something. You should be able to look in the mirror and say, man, I suck at something. I need to improve at something. I need to be better at something. But because we live in this neutered society where everybody's a winner, like Oprah, again, you're a winner. You're a winner. You're, everybody's a winner. Everybody gets a medal. Everybody gets a trophy. There are no losers. There are no second places. None of that. That creates a society of people who do not focus on self-improvement. Therefore, that carries over into, hell, I don't have to self-improve. So therefore, accept me as I am. Self-pity equaling self-love. That is a handicap, man. We've got to get back to the day and age where second place gets a smaller medal or trophy or not at all. Uh, third place gets bronze. I don't even remember seeing a bronze trophy or whatever now because, yeah, this society is, is soft as hell. Let's just call it what it is. We live in a really, really, really soft society, you know, and, you know, the kid that loses or gets second or third place sometimes who you know gets a, a little teary-eyed or whatever that joker is supposed to go back in which you know we used to or whatnot and work harder to become better it's character development what type of character development are we doing or, t or character handicapping are we doing by giving everybody a damn trophy giving everybody a medal making everybody feel good about losing you're creating weak athletes. You're creating weak. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Uh, employees, I should say. You're creating weak employees because they don't even want to get better at the career that they're working at. So just accept me as I am and pass my work off to the hardest working individual in the room. You're creating soft adults, people who don't know how to reach their limits and don't know how to maximize themselves. And don't want to reach to maximize themselves because everybody's a winner. Everybody's not a winner. We all suck at, I suck at stuff right now. And I'm addressing it. Everybody sucks at something. You shouldn't be rewarded for that. You should actually kick your own ass or, you know, get yourself in gear and fix whatever it is that's wrong with you. That's when you actually love yourself. When you love yourself, you will actually improve to the best version of yourselves, not to the most watered down, reward me because I tried version of yourself. That's the flawed version right there. That's the self-pity version. That's the person who says, well, try to lose weight. I come every other week. I train uh, twice a week. So that's one, two, three, four, four times a month. Well, I tried. Love me as I am. Nah, hell nah, man. That's self-pity equaling self-love or disguised as self-love. Self-pity disguised as self-love. That's about to be the title of this podcast.
Get off the pity party. The hits grooving, it's the end of the week, relief, release music, a bit of more filled with a little berry to it, be it single or married, get out on the floor and move it, you've been saying you got the move, so get up and prove it, it's that feel good, you can get a little faded, we ain't sweating the bills, they got payment arrangements, at long last, got somebody to watch the kids, I might get overdressed, but you know how it is, might be another year before this time comes around, hand me my good clothes, you know I'm finna clown, open my closet door, and not just sit and stare, and been out on some Long. I ain't got this to wear, but I'm about to throw in whatever makes me feel good. Whatever resembles the feeling, I'm in Hollywood. Cause I'm a step in the name of love. Hit the soul train line, pop lock, moonwalk, and hit the electric slide. Whatever line dance you hit and just count me in. I'll be the one accentuating the extra spin. This ain't for the knuckleheads, nah. The grown folks is for us instead. You see a lady looking good, doubt up and polished. Go ahead, pull her in close and show her you got it. Show her the moves that made her fall in love with you. Rekindle the memories or paint the perfect picture Whether you grown or sexy or sexy or grown Ain't no sitting in the wallflowers when the groove is on Ain't no sitting in wallflowers when the groove is on When the, uh, when the groove is on I hope you enjoyed this record And I hope you enjoy your evening as well This that grown folks unwind right here Where we let go of the stressor Paying bills and Almost slapping a co-worker Just unwind and feel the groove Yeah So I didn't mean to get too off into a tangent On uh, I guess mental fitness If that's what you want to call it The first segment that uh, happened a second ago But anyway I did, it happened We move forward I might even start including that Because yeah the mentality is The biggest I'm about to go on a tangent again <laughs> The mentality is the biggest portion of getting in shape. Like, yeah, I could tell I'm not even going to do the other topics that I planned on doing. But anyway, yeah, the mentality is what I try to tap into with a lot of my clients that I train myself. Because if you literally can't see yourself being any better, then you're not going to act on that. You know, people will only act to the depth of the vision that they see themselves. I know that anything is possible for anybody. You know, I've done some things myself that I doubted that I could do originally, but now I don't doubt anything, you know, um, and I want everybody else to have that feeling too. You know, that impossible, eh, it's a slogan somebody else has, impossible is nothing. I don't know, who is that? Nike? What? I don't know. Uh, Eric Thomas? Something? Anyway, but I want everybody to have that feeling of knowing that everything is possible everything and it's never too late like I don't like hearing the age excuse I really don't like hearing the age excuse that is one of my biggest pet peeves right there because I am at the point I'm 40 years old and I've started things as late as 36 I started this podcast when I was 40 this is episode three you know but everybody has this uh it's too late to do this and you even hear 30 year olds talk about that people in their late 20s I want to punch him in the face when I hear him say that. Like, what? it's too late to do what? 
It's too late to do what? Because you gave up on yourself? It, listen. Once again, get off that pity pot. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. And I'm, and I'm one of those guys who would never feel, feel sorry for anybody who gives up on themselves. Sorry. It is what it is. I just don't. Like, if you give up on your life, tough beans for you. You know, if you give up on your dreams and goals, that, that's tough for you. You know, that, that's the life that you choose for yourself. You know, um, I'm really big at this point in my life on self-preservation. You know, I won't get emotionally attached to people who won't even be emotionally attached to themselves and want to see the best in themselves. That's not what I'm going to do. You know, I made the mistake a lot of times of getting personally vested into my clients. And what I mean by that is, let's say that a client trains two times a week, maybe even once a week, but uh, they want to really, really get in shape and they, or they say they want to get in shape. I've overextended myself to the point as to where I tell them, hey, still come to the gym on your days off. I'll point some things out for you. I'll write the workouts down for you. You know, even though I'll have clients that I'm working with and I can't focus on you, I'll still guide you in the direction. You think they did it? How many people you think did that? Zero, not a one. I've had clients where I've told them, hey, I really want to see you win. I really want to see, and that's my thing. I want to see everybody win. So I'll tell them to text me all your meals. Just send me a picture. Snap me a picture of all your meals. How long do you think that lasted for anybody? I might've got a picture here and there, but how long do you think that lasted? So I've really like overextended myself because what I've done was allowed you to come into my personal space, you know, because I could be spending time with my wife and kids and I'm getting text messages or I, I should be getting text messages from you all with meals or, you know, I could be training a client and I could, you know, point you out to some other, you know, things that you need to do or whatever. I, I can train multiple people at one time. It's no issue. But no, people really don't believe in themselves. So I don't believe what nobody says. I believe what they show me. So I removed like the personal part of me that wants to see people win uh, where I'm emotionally invested into them. You know, if, yeah, if you, if I, I want to see you win, but not if your ass isn't in here and not if you're taking, not taking full advantage of all the opportunities I'm giving you. You know, not only that, but I undercharge. I mean, personal training and all of this stuff is very, very, very expensive, especially in the right areas. But I don't charge nowhere near what a lot of other people charge. So I overextend myself because I genuinely want to see people win. But I also, you know, got burned out that way too. And somebody told me that was going to happen. They told me that I was going to get burned out because I was overextending myself. And if I don't take time for myself to do for myself, then, hey, you're going to get burned out. And I did. So that's when I started pulling back. And that's why I personally right now am in the greatest shape of my life, because all the energy that I was given, all of you all who might be listening, because I know some of you that are listening are also part of that crew in which I'm describing, you know, and you just got to eat that. It is what it is. You know, I have no filter. You just got to eat that. Um, just like, yeah, I'm not going to give you a pat on the back like I was talking about early for getting second, third, fourth, and ninth places. You got to eat that. You know, so all that energy that I was trying to give out to you all, I put back into myself. And right now I'm in the greatest shape of my life at 40. 
my 20 something year old self couldn't see me right now but all that energy that i was giving you all you can see it in me right now and i suggest everybody do the same i suggest everybody get on self-preservation is it selfish hell yes is it worth it hell yes why because if you get on self-preservation and you take care of yourself and you start putting yourself first you'll be good to everybody else but if you don't put yourself first you'll be good to nobody same thing with self-love the real self-love the self-love where you find the best of yourself when you find that individual and when you maximize that individual not only will you be better to the people who love you and care about you and things of that nature you'll inspire other people to do the same when you liberate yourselves you give you you give everybody else the chance to liberate themselves the chance to trust me and the people who are watching you the hardest are people who you probably don't even know are watching you the people who you want to pull family friends or whatever those will be the heaviest fucking bricks you'll ever try to pull in your life those will be the, the intangibles the the inanimate objects you know like yeah those will be the way you downs but it's somebody else watching you it's somebody else watching your moves it's somebody else getting inspired they might not be saying a damn thing they might not like any of your posts they might not like any of your uh your pictures you put up but the thing is they are watching your every move so maximize yourself that's key one maximize yourself no self-pity find those things about you that you need to improve and simply improve them that's self-love that's self-love right back been on the road around the globe doing different shows laying alone cause it's you i chose missing that time when it's you i hold listening to stories about your day thoughts and who got told it's amazing the connection and the chemistry The universe, the God energy The balance of being in love and the frenemy And my career choice at times it can keep you waiting But no tonight is your appreciation Just you and I out to dine Out of eye what's on your mind Pardon my silence, I was listening Digesting your words, no interruption till you finish them Cause that's what you deserve is my attention So you getting it what we got ain't perfect and it's got its blemishes But one way or the other it replenishes Understanding it's all it takes to conquer differences And get it right to make up for the petty fights All you gotta do is Tonight it's not about materialistic possessions of expressions It's about me being in your presence We need to treasure the moments of our assembly We use and borrow time to create and sustain the memory all the missed calls just add to insecurities And when I tell you I'm working it's like you can't be sure of me And when we talk again at least a mile arguing Until I reassure you this relationship my heart is in So when you worry about temptation or some slight advances Ain't about to take the risk to have me pleading second chances To me it's only simple though I ain't got all the answers I yearn the moment to return and give you my romances it's when we rekindle the flame We got the kind of love to conquer and dwindle the pain Although you doubt at times if all I'm saying is the truest I put my words into action, all you gotta do is Alright, alright, before I get into boxing 
One last thing on self-love, and it's about your genetics. Please make peace with your genetics, people. Please make peace with your genetics. We were all created individually. You know, a lot of you endomorphs are looking at ectomorphs. A lot of you mesomorphs are looking at ectomorphs. Everybody looks at ectomorphs when it comes to abs or, you know, goals goals when it comes to abs or leanness because they have the small waist. All of us don't have small waist. I don't have a small waist. It is what it is. I'm a mesomorph. I don't give a damn about an ectomorph. I don't give a damn about an endomorph. I don't give a damn about another mesomorph. I give a damn about me. Make peace with your genetics, people. You can only be you. You know, if you do look at somebody for some inspiration, just look at them as far as them maximizing who they are. Don't try to be them. You'll never be them. You'll never be what already exists. Get these women and men off the damn pedestal. They ain't no better than you. And yeah, that's it. End rant. Now to boxing. Let's talk about why Anthony Joshua is going to knock out Tyson Fury. Anthony Joshua is going to knock out Tyson Fury. I'll say it again. Anthony Joshua is going to knock out Tyson Fury. Why is Anthony Joshua going to knock out Tyson Fury? Because Tyson Fury has a garbage resume. Tyson Fury, yes, he does have Klitschko on his resume. Yes, he does have Deontay Wilder on his resume. But if you rewind the first Deontay Wilder fight, Tyson Fury was knocked out. He got an extremely long Buster Douglas-style count. Tyson Fury was out. We'll call it what it is. Now, is Deontay Wilder the best boxer in the world? No, he's not. You know, he's just waiting on that one right hand. And everybody's amazed by Tyson Fury because he's 6'9 and can move. He has good footwork. But go back and review these fights. Even the Klitschko fight. Tyson Fury is sloppy. He's the only boxer to uppercut himself. Google that. YouTube that. Tyson Fury uppercutted himself. Come on, man. And y'all expect that to be the likes of Anthony Joshua, who's also lost a fight, who's also been knocked out, who's also took a loss. But his resume, compared to Tyson Fury's resume, is superb. Tyson Fury has not fought any of those guys on uh, Joshua's resume, except for Vladimir Klitschko. Povetkin? Joseph Parker? Luis Ortiz? Hmm. None of these guys. Tyson Fury does not have a quality resume. And for them to say that Tyson Fury fights to the level of his competition, or just to the level of his competition, what competition? What? Where is it? What competition? Get out of here, man. Y'all better really pay attention because... Anthony Joshua likes to fight as if he's the smaller man. He likes to get inside and throw that uppercut. And Tyson Fury is sloppy enough to let that happen. Even with the last fight where he fought Deontay Wilder. Those punches were sloppy as hell. You do those sloppy punches against somebody who hits hard like Anthony Joshua and you're going to get the result that I'm giving you right now. I say Tyson Fury will be knocked out by round seven. Hit me up if you think different. Now, my main man, Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez is going to beat the brakes off of Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, I can't even remember the last time Billy Joe Saunders fight. fought. I haven't even seen a Billy Joe Saunders fight. Uh, yeah. 
Billy Joe's going to get the brakes beat off of him, and Caleb Plant is also going to take a loss afterwards. Caleb Plant's going to avoid that as long as he can, though, because he's not as strong as Canelo Alvarez or as skilled. He has speed. He has speed, and that's it. But you've really got to start looking at these guys' resumes, you all. Like, who's fighting people in the top 10? Or, yeah, start naming names. Like, resume is a real, real heavy name right now, or a, a heavy, heavy phrase when it comes to boxing. But when you look at the resume, you can go on boxrec.com and type in these guys' names and look at who they're really fighting and look at who they're not fighting. You're going to see, oh my God, they're really hyping this individual up. And like I said, boxers are too busy in the media right now. Every fighter except for Canelo Alvarez, he's naming fights two, in a, two at a time. Only going after the top two. That's how it's supposed to happen. You fight either somebody with the belt or the mandatory. That's it. You know, everybody else is out here just moving around, kind of floating in the wind, giving these damn YouTubers a chance to get in the, in the limelight or whatnot. But that's what I got. Anthony Joshua knocking out Tyson Fury by round seven. Um, same with uh, Canelo Alvarez and Billy Joe Saunders. Saunders won't make it past the ninth. Uh, Caleb Plant is going to duck for as long as he can. And that's about it. So, that's it for my podcast. That's it for episode three. Uh, send this to your people. Share this podcast with your people. S tell your artist friends to send me some music. Some dope music. Prophetics at gmail.com. P-R-O-P-H-L-E-T-I-C-S at gmail.com. So I can stop playing my own music. You know, because eventually I'll run out. I've got about 300 some odd beats and things of that nature. And I still create stuff to this day. But... I would rather not this just be the me podcast and me music show. I would like to highlight other people as well. Send some ideas that you want, some topics that you want me to touch on, you know, and I'll do all of the above. It's nothing to it. So thank you for tuning in and I hope you all stay safe.